This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we continue our adventures in Acts with reporting back to Antioch, the occasion of the First Council, Peter's response, James's response, and the Council's letter. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Let us then confess our sins to God our Father. Most merciful God, we confess that we are by nature sinful and unclean. We have sinned against you with thought, word, and deed, by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our hearts, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We justly deserve your presence and Almighty God in his mercy has given his son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
Almighty God, you chose the Virgin Mary to be the mother of your only Son. Grant that we, who are redeemed by his blood, may share with her in the glory of your eternal kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The epistle reading for the festival of St. Mary, Mother of our Lord, is from Galatians chapter 4. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba! Father, so you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. This is the word of the Lord. magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed, for he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm, he has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The visitation brings together two very unlikely women, Elizabeth and Mary. They are kinswomen, cousins of one degree or another. Elizabeth is six months pregnant. Mary has just received the news from the angel. A mother-to-be who is old enough to be your grandmother or great-grandmother and a pregnant virgin, truly, with God, nothing is impossible. Elizabeth blesses Mary and the child in her womb. She sees by faith what the eyes cannot see nor reason comprehend. This is the mother of our Lord, Theotokos, as the church calls her, the bearer of God. Here the mystery of the incarnation is revealed. The infinite takes on the finite. The creator is embraced by the creature. The eternal son resides in the womb of his human mother. Blessed is she because of him. Mary and Elizabeth believe the promises of God. The spirit is at work. Even John gets in on the act with a joyous prenatal kick prepare the way of the Lord, he will. Stirred by the Spirit and the word she carries, Mary sings her Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. She is a magnifying lens, making large what she is focused on, and she is focused upon the Lord. She does not magnify herself, great as her work is, she is nothing, her son is everything. The mother, Mary, the mother Mary magnifies her son and rejoices in him as her savior. It's remarkable that very few words of Mary are recorded in the scriptures. Mary tends to listen, to take in words, to ponder them in her heart quietly. Her Magnificat is the most words that we get from her, a psalm sung by a young pregnant virgin as a gospel aria to her elderly cousin who bears the son's forerunner. The last words of Mary recorded in the scriptures are in John at the wedding feast in Cana where she says to the servant of the feast, do whatever he tells you. Sound advice. It is from the mother of our Lord. Do whatever he tells you. Never mind her, her soul magnifies the Lord. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, she says, and that is most certainly true. Blessed is she among women, and blessed is the fruit of her womb. She is Eve's counterpart in whom the promised seed was conceived and from whom he was born. Eve hearkened to the lie and was deceived. Mary heard the word of the Lord and conceived. I hearkened to the lie and was deceived and Mary conceived. I will make enmity between you and the woman, God said to the serpent, between your seed and her seed. Mary carries the promised seed, the one whose cross-bruised hill would crush the serpent's head to free all of Adam's children. 
Mother Eve rejoices in Mother Mary in the presence of Mother Elizabeth. Who but the Lord could bring about such good things? He kills and he makes alive, says Hannah, who in her version of Mary's Magnetot says, he brings down to Sheol and he raises up again. With the strength of his arm, he scatters the proud in their conceits. He brings down the mighty and topples their thrones and sends the sated away empty. And with the same strength of his arm, he exalts the humble, he fills the hungry, he has mercy on those who fear him. Those who are full of themselves, he brings down to the depths so that they fully know how empty they are. Adam must die. He must be toppled from his throne or he cannot live forever. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Blessed are the poor in spirit, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, the meek, the persecuted, those who are nothing in this world. The kingdom belongs to such as these, the least, the lost, the lowly, the dead. A little child, unless you become as a helpless, dependent, trusting little child, you cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. It is by faith in the promise. And Mary is faithful, full of faith. She believes the promises of God that he spoke to the forefathers, to Abraham and his seed, that through the promised seed of Abraham, all nations, all peoples would be blessed. That promised seed here resides in the virgin womb of Mary, who with heart and mouth and deed and life magnifies the Lord. The church sings Mary's song every evening at Vespers. As the day comes to its end and the sun is setting on the western horizon, the church takes up Mary's Magnificat upon her lips and magnifies the Lord. Like Mary, the church too is a bearer of the eternal word. She preaches Christ and gives out the fruits of his sacrifice, his body and his blood. The church is our virgin mother, heavenly Jerusalem, by whom we were birthed through water and the word, through the spirit, as children of God. We are baptismally virgin-born new creations in Christ. Adam must die, Christ must rise. We truly, we truly daily die and rise. Daily we die to sin and we rise to the new life in Jesus. And like Mary and the church, you too, dear baptized believers, are a bearer of the word. Not in your womb, of course, that was uniquely Mary's to do, but in your hearts by faith and on your lips that you declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He who is mighty has done great things for you. He has rescued you from sin and death and brought you into the kingdom that never ends. Magnify the Lord, rejoice in God your Savior, proclaim the good news of his salvation with heart and mouth and deed and life. Bear witness to Christ without fear or falsehood that he is God and Savior of all. Magnify the Lord in the name of Jesus. I believe in one God.
shepherd who has compassion on his flock, we lift our prayers for the family of God, for every nation, tribe, people, and language, and for all those who hunger for the true bread of life. O oh God, our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Through the compassionate invitation of your Son, you call all who are tired and frenzied to come to you for rest and peace. Grant your holy church courage to speak your word of repentance and forgiveness of sins, that people everywhere may find their eternal rest in you. Lord, in your mercy. Make the leaders of our nation and all who exercise authority over us compassionate in their concern for justice and the welfare of all in our land. Give our country devout and faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, and an abundance of the fruits of the earth. Lord, in your mercy. Faithful Father, God of grace, be merciful to all who are troubled and sorrowful, sick and suffering, weak and burdened, that they may find true rest in you. Grant steadfastness and comfort to all who walk through the valley of the shadow of death, sheltering them beneath the wings of your mercy. Lord, in your mercy. Gracious Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for those who have gone before us and now rest in your eternal repose, including Mary, the Blessed Mother of our Lord. Teach us to give our lives in service to you until the day that, when together with all the saints, we stand before your heavenly throne, giving praise to the Lamb of our salvation. Lord, in your mercy. Within the fold of your tender care, O Father, we entrust these petitions to you, that you might hear us, teach us your word, and feed us with the bread of life, even Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Up your hearts. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For by the Holy Spirit, your only begotten Son, was conceived in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary and brought forth in the substance of our human flesh, that we might partake of his divine life. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. As often as we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus. O Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, in giving us your body and blood to eat and to drink, you lead us to remember and confess your holy cross and passion, your blessed death, your rest in the tomb, your resurrection from the dead, your ascension into heaven, and your coming for final judgment. So remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thank you. 
peace of the Lord be with you always.
strengthen and preserve you in body and soul unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen. Let us pray. O God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you peace.